All right, all right, all right. What's up, everybody? It's Keith here, watching another edition of the Weekly Ritual Ghost Cults News Show everywhere on the web, streaming. Me here, you there, talking rock and metal. This is our weekly news catch-up. We missed last week's show, sorry. I had a strenuous week with travel and then a migraine, and I'm back now. So we're rocking our show. I'm going to bring you all the big news, big festivals, big concert tours, big drama, big album releases. Um, it's been it's been interesting, I'll tell you that. Let's just make sure I got everything. You guys can hear me all right. I think so, I think so. Got a new microphone, got some new lights. So hopefully I look pretty cool. We'll see. Um, doing my best here. What's up, I am Van. Good to see you on your stream earlier, as well as your new video on YouTube that I really enjoyed. So I'm looking forward to more of those wherever they happen. So let's see. Uh, let's make sure our ticker is here. Of course, we are here from ghostcultmag.com, your everyday source for metal news, reviews, interviews, and the like. I got my new friend here, Mr. Shark. He's really awesome. Picked him up at Alamo Draft House. So the Marvels this week, it was marvelous, for lack of a better vernacular. And uh, yeah, lots of stuff to get into. Wayne Edwards is here. What's up, Wayne? Got your uh, Punk in the Park coverage coming hopefully tomorrow. Thank you very much for sending all that over. Wayne, by the way, is not only a ghost cultist out of the Midwest, but he's also got a fine website and blog of his own, Flying Fiddlesticks blog. I hope I said that correctly. That's pretty badass. Do a lot of stuff by yourself there, pal. And again, we're honored to work with you. And I hope to see you in 2024. It didn't work out this year, but hopefully we'll see you. So let's bring in the deck. And that's there we go. Hey, look at that. You got almost the right setup and everything. Um, by the way, I am rocking the shirt of the chance from Poughkeepsie, now defunct. Very sadly defunct. I saw many of my favorite shows ever while I was there uh, as a resident in New York and even sometimes traveled from out of town. So, you know, quite the bummer that uh, they're now closed down. The last show ever there was Hatebreed. I think we talked about that a few weeks ago on the last edition of the show. So let's get through this thing. Let's do the deck. some sound effects in my ears i don't love but all good uh you know as this show usually works by the way um we'll answer any and all of your questions if you give us a donation we'll put your questions to the front uh obviously that does include friends of the show and people who work for ghost cult but if you want to drop us a dollar or two on youtube or make a donation to our ko-fi or cash app or anything else we take money on you know, feel free to uh, drop us a coin and we will put your request to the top. We also now have memberships on YouTube. I should really talk about that. We're going to do a little piece of video content for that soon. We finally got approved for memberships. So if you want to join, we're going to do exclusive video chats and perks and special Q&As and probably other stuff in the future. Uh, we have several membership levels, but really our expectation is that if anybody signs up, maybe they're going to come in on the low end, and we'd be fine with that, actually. But anyway, moving right along. So that's this is the housekeeping, the layout of the show. I'm giving it to you now. Then we have 
we break into our announcements. And so here's our announcements. Find a better announcement meme someday. Freaking a liquid death, not a sponsor of the show at the moment, but an affiliate partner here at the channel. <clears throat> so, you know, we're on all the socials. I know people have burned out and tired of social media, but we're on all the things. So, you know, X is still a thing. Threads, we're doing a lot there now. I really am enjoying it. Blue Sky. Uh, if you're tired of the social media feeds and you feel like you're not seeing what you want to see, of course, you got to subscribe and make sure you're getting notified whenever we post this stuff. But uh, both Discord and Reddit ghost calls exist where all our content gets filtered to. So if you just want a feed right to your phone or right to your desktop of just the facts, just the stories, just the content, and nothing else, none of the other people's opinions except ours, go check us out on Discord and Reddit. You might enjoy it. Straight Records is back. What up, what up? So I'm also on Twitch. If you're somehow watching this on Twitch, feel free to give us a sub. We're trying to get those numbers up. Um, this is the first sad one of the week. And, uh, you know, this, we, we sometimes start these programs off with some sad and bad news. And this one kind of hit us hard. Uh, this came via a social media post from Doc Coyle. Uh, Dave Corsile. I hope I said that correctly. The former bassist of Thrown Into Exile passed away. Seemed like a good guy. Uh, Thrown Into Exile, good band, and we don't really have any other information, but uh, he passed away and uh, was an L.A. area, well-known L.A. area, uh, you know, musician. And so we send our sympathies out to his uh, friends and family. That's, I think, the only rough news of the week. But uh, on the plus side, applications are now open for Bakken Metal Battle, the Battle of the Bands, uh, North America, USA. Those who win, win a chance to go play at Bakken Open Air, the granddaddy of them all, the biggest metal festival in the world. It's about 80,000 people for a weekend in Germany, going on year 26 or 27, I think, maybe 28. And um, we may indeed get to judge some of these. So we're excited. I put my name in a hat to be a judge in California and maybe one of our guys in New York. So I think that'd be, that'd be a lot of fun. All right. <clears throat> uh, big features of the week this week. Uh, Veritas Suicide of the Suicide Puppets came in and we chatted with him about their brand new album, mm -hmm. Industrial Metal Horror Rock with a punk flair band, really cool award-winning band out of Pennsylvania, put their full new album out, Beyond the Veil, and we've talked to the band a few times. We've covered the band. They've had some pretty high-profile uh, tour partners, including Soulfly and uh, 69 Eyes. So definitely check them out and check out that interview with Veritas. These fine fellows you're seeing if you're watching on the stream are the Stone Eye, which is a psychedelic rock band from Pennsylvania. Uh, Daniel Burdick, oh, sorry, Stephen Burdick is the guy in the flannel, very handsome kid in the flannel. And he also owns a DIY record label called Electric Talent Records that put out some similar bands. And we talked to him all about this. We also premiered their brand new video this week for their new 
track, etc. And the video is a lyric video based on the game uh, Tempo Bowl. Uh, got a few more people joining up here on the gram. Uh, Gabe Avanti Maz beats this here. We got an interview coming out with Gabe next week, by the way. Stand by for that. Uh, Mike McGB joined. Hello, Mike. Um, but yeah, the Stone Eye, check that interview out, Pennsylvania guys. Also, also, in case you missed it, since we missed a week last week, do not sleep on our interview with Rebecca Vernon. You might know her from her time in the band Sabrosa. She has a new band since Sabrosa is disbanded, and her new project is called The Keening. She wrote and played all the instruments mainly with some guest appearances. It's a wonderful album, and we had a very wide-ranging chat with her. Uh, where she was in a park, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And it's a fantastic, it was one of the best albums of the year, actually, The Keening. So check that out also. Also, you might be familiar with the Ghost Cold Magazine podcast. Some original content goes there. The show will be a podcast after it airs, as well as a place for some of our other interviews to live, including one that was originally on YouTube, which is our interview with Martin Lopez of So It. You probably know Martin from his turn as the bassist in Opeth and even before that, Amana Marth. Martin has been with So In. It's his project for quite a while that he leads. Fantastic band, very similar, like progressive metal in the vein of Tool or Dream Theater. And so that now popped up on our podcast. So if you want to listen to the podcast version of our interview with Martin, do check it out. It's always fun to chat with him. It's my second interview with him in a few years. So again, we have the Ghost Cold Magazine podcast, where if you listen to podcasts, do check it out and give us a rating and a review if you like what you hear. If you don't like what you hear, you can always drop a comment and let us know. We read them all. Hard to believe. I've been told not to read the comments, but we do read them all. Probably a mistake. So in addition to the Ghost Cold Podcast, we have a little podcast network, a collective of podcasts we share and support. One of those is the Heavy Business Podcast. I was just a guest on there talking about music release schedules and advice and uh, what you should do as a band when you're going to release your music and approach websites like ours, journalists and such. Uh, they have music industry experts on all the time where they talk about how basically give out free advice to bands. So it's definitely a must listen, a must listen experience if you're trying to make it, air quotes, make it in the music business. Um, also, also because I don't have enough to do, I am the co-host of the Glacial Musical Podcast, Beer Metal and Swearing. I was just in St. Louis at the home of the Glacial Musical, hanging out with the, my co-host, Nick. And uh, this week, we, we usually do a series and then we do chaser episodes, uh, yeah, podcast, beer theme, music theme. And... Um, this week's a chaser on vinyl pressings and actual like how to approach and buy different pressings of albums and what to look for and what to listen for and to really understand what you're listening for when you hear a remix to a remastered album. To be honest, as much of a music expert as I believed I am, I don't know as much as this guy, my co-host, Nick. So he really educated and schooled me on a way that I wasn't prepared for. You definitely want to check this podcast out if you collect vinyl and love music in general. Want to understand more about this stuff. Also, let's talk a little bit about our affiliate partners and, and not quite sponsors, but affiliate partners. As you may know, we are part of the newly formed Lamb Goat Media Empire. And basically, 
we are a collective of websites under the umbrella of Lamgoat. We're not owned by them, but we're business partners, we're media partners. And so there's a lot of advertising and media opportunities with them to promote your band, your brand, your label, your store. So definitely either get in touch with us or get in touch with Lamgold. There'll be a link in the description where you can talk to them about advertising and all kinds of ways to promote your brand and your band. You reach millions of metalheads in one shot. It's a really good investment. I work as a professional marketing expert. And so I wouldn't be part of this thing if I didn't believe in it and think that it had legs and validity. Big words on a Thursday late for y'all. Almost Friday. It's almost the weekend, folks. Also, also bump up our sponsorship and our, our affiliate partnership with Sticker Mule. Sticker Mule is your one-stop shop for custom stickers, but they also do magnets, keychains, coasters. Uh, we've had a bunch of them here on the show. We do business with them. Uh, we wouldn't promote something we didn't like. If you sign up with our code in the link in our description or our link tree, you get $10 off your first order, and we get $10 off our next order, which we will make one soon. So definitely check it out. Sticker Mule. We like them. And that's all the housekeeping. And now it's time for the news rundown. Here's the big stories of the week. And we usually start with music festivals. And there's a lot of music festival news to talk about. So uh, RPM Fest is a festival we actually sponsored this year. We, we were a, uh, one of the many sponsors of the festival. But they have just opened up their submissions to play the next rpm fest august 30th to september 1st in montague massachusetts a great festival they had headliners this year like king parrot and moon tooth and weed eater and they have been just killing it for almost a decade it will be the 10th anniversary festival this coming year as uh, the noise of san francisco outside of my window does what it does a crazy week this week all right uh, so again, uh, down to the festival news now. Our Tangent Festival, which we covered this year and we cover often, announced their full lineup, including headliners Meshuga for their only UK appearance, Animals as Leaders for their only European appearance of next year, um, Cleany, Red Fang, Cats, 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 Bosk. I mean, this Conan, this lineup is nuts. It's always a little avant-garde, a little tech depth, a little progressive metal. And uh, Arc Tangent is a great festival. And you definitely want to check that out if you're in the UK or you want to travel to see this awesome festival. There's a lot of people. This is going to be a phenomenal one-two punch of Mashuga and Animals as Leaders. So just saying. Okay. Ooh, too fast. Trigger Finger. Decibel Magazine, our esteemed friends over at Decibel Magazine have been having their metal and beer fests all over the country for the past bunch of years. The granddaddy of them all is in Philly, which is in the backyard of where they were founded. So they've announced the Philadelphia Metal and Beer Fest for 2024, headlined by Biohazard playing all of Urban Discipline. I may have to come out here just for this. Deicide with a full album play, Dying Fetus, Crowbar with two, two historic album playthroughs, uh, internal bleeding, so many killer bands. And of course, the most metal breweries in America all participating. It's an intimate festival at the Fillmore, which is a wonderful venue in Philadelphia. 
and it's not too it's not thousands of people it's a few hundred people in a tiny two-day festival it's tiny in a good way i've been to a couple of smaller curated festivals before and this is one of my favorites and it's really terrific maybe we'll go maybe the glacial musical podcast with our uh beer and uh or beer focus maybe we'll go after the successful rebirth of Milwaukee Metal Fest this year, it has already announced that it's back in 2024. It is moving weekends to a week before, probably to accommodate, I'm guessing, uh, the return of Maryland Death Fest. More about that soon. But uh, Milwaukee Metal Fest is back. They have early bird tickets on sale now. Maybe go out to Milwaukee for this. I'd like to go, but we'll see. I don't know. There's a lot going on in 2024. I really would like to go, though. When we were young, this got announced earlier in the week. Uh, one music, popular music YouTuber called this the Punk Rock Fire Fest. I think that's a little premature. Similar to Sick New World Festival, which we'll be going back to in 2024, hopefully. It is a lot of bands for one day. It seems almost too many bands for one day, and it should be a two-day event. But if you like emo, and you're a millennial, and you like punk rock, not only is When We Were Young in its third year going to be phenomenal with the return of my chemical romance and first time co-headliner fallout boy the majority of the bands are going to be playing full album playthroughs i'm not quite sure how that works for a festival for every band to play a whole album almost every band but uh it's definitely never been done before it definitely seemed very cool as far as i know it's never been done before very very cool and that's, that's if you want to pause and check out the full lineup of bands playing albums, be my guest. Here's your chance. I better take a sip. Right. Headbangers Boat, even though the lineup leaked out at the end of the cruise, they formally announced the return of the cruise next year. Lamb of God is the headliner once again playing two sets. Death Clock, Kamira. Uh, at the gates, Soulfly, Exodus, Corrosion of Conformity, Napalm Death, After the Burial, uh, phenomenal. Unearth, what a phenomenal lineup. Um, by all accounts, the cruise was an incredible success. We saw our many friends play that festival, including uh, Shadows Fall and God Forbid. Uh, you know, there was a tragedy at the end of the cruise where a uh, 41-year-old fan went overboard and perished. But, uh, you know, the band put out a statement about it. A lot of fans remarked it about how amazing it was. And then obviously to find out that someone passed away is very, very sad. Uh, Zach Ostrowski's here. Nickel Sack Jack, what up, what up? We know we see you all over our socials, Nickel Sack Jack. Great to see you, bro. Thank you for being here. I hope you're staying tuned and watching. Um, let's see what else. Um, Austin Death Fest has a bunch of illegible band logos, but it looks pretty gnarly. I do see more twists on there. We love those guys. Definitely check out the Austin Death Fest. Maybe we'll link that in the description in case you're confused about who's on it, because I'm confused about who's on it. Um, love the black metal, love the death metal. Don't always love the illegible, uh, unreadable logos. A little lint off my new shirt there. Um, also, also in the festival world, Beyond the Grave is coming up soon at the end of the month. 
headlined by Cranium in the UK. Definitely check that out if you love the extreme death metal bands. Uh, once again, just a reminder, Maryland Doomfest has been fully announced. I believe they have first announcement of bands for next June in Maryland. Whores, Sirth Ungol, and their farewell tour, basically, and a bunch of other bands. Uh, that'd be another one I'd seriously consider going to. I do love all those bands I mentioned. Aura Fest. This looks sick. In Savannah, Georgia, in the winter slash early spring. Darkest Hour, who we have some Darkest Hour news coming up soon. Zal, Orthodox, I Am, Capra, uh, so many killer bands. More of a hardcore and metalcore festival, but really looks cool. Savannah's supposed to be a cool town, never been. I uh, would like to go someday. Once again, Bloodstock Open Air. Early bird tickets are already on sale. Opeth, Architects, Amanomart, they announced a ton of bands. Clutch and many others so definitely get ahead of yourself we just covered bloodstock open air we will likely cover it again as we are wont to do we love going there i got rpm fest already and now on to the contests or the concerts excuse me concert time uh, the big one of the big news of the week was that judas priest announced their headline tour for their upcoming new album the invincible shield sabaton is opening i don't know if it makes me a bad metal fan i'm not a huge I love some power metal in doses. I don't listen to it all the time. I know there are people that are obsessive fans. The Shark here is a big power metal fan. I am not a big, huge, huge Sabaton fan. And I'm going to say that Maiden and Priest in particular don't always have a lot of great openers. I don't know why that is. It'd be like, cool to get some diversity happening there. You could say the same thing about a lot of other bands too, but like... I'd like to see a better pairing with Priest than Sabaton, but that's just me. What do you think? Drop a comment. Lizard Records in London is here on Instagram. Hi, Lizard Records. How are you today? Uh, we got a bunch of tour dates from Pantera and Lamb of God again on the back of a very successful headline tour and a return of whatever you want to call it, the Pantera Tribute Tour, Lamb of God in support, probably some other openers to be announced. And these are ahead of the second leg of Metallica's M72 Tour and whatever other plans Lamb of God has, I'm sure, to tour all next year on the strength of the, their last record. Alrighty. Cranky Music Dude, what up, bro? Word up, Keefe. Cranky Music Dude is here on TikTok. Good to see you there. I've been appreciating and enjoying your content, my friend. Tool has announced a return to Europe. I'm, I'm mildly surprised they're touring this much. I really felt like they were going to do a brief couple of tours when the pandemic was over to continue to finish supporting Fear Inoculum. But then again, as one of the biggest selling albums of all time in rock or metal, especially physical product in an age when physical product doesn't sell anymore. I guess the demand is there for Tool to keep coming back. So they are going back to Europe for the first time in quite a while. And uh, as you know, they already have tour dates booked again in the U.S. for a second U.S. leg this winter, to which I hope to go. Priest and Maiden needs to happen, uh, Frankie Music Dude. They, as you say here on TikTok, they floated a rumor that it had been discussed 
it had been discussed that those two bands would tour maybe with testament as an opener that's what i like to see i want to see like i like sabaton i don't love them i want to see like exodus or testament or overkill open for maiden and priest that's what i personally want but you know i don't always get what i want so tool uh breaking benjamin if you're a fan has been doing some unplugged shows and they just announced four more Chief Finney Photos is here on Instagram. Breaking Benjamin Unplugged. I've seen them live a couple of times. They're okay. They used to um, break out the covers, an occasional chill song. I don't know, a couple. They did a cover of uh, Goo Goo Dolls Iris not too long ago that I thought was quite well done with uh, Diamante just put out a new single by the way uh that was a really good cover so breaking benjamin unplugged might be pretty solid i don't know not a huge fan but they're not unenjoyable live this looks really cool bleeding through has been doing since they reunited again has been they put out some music but they've also been doing these kind of like anniversary type shows and they're doing a this is love this is murderous 20 year anniversary show at in Orange County. So bleeding through with Unearth, then two days basically, uh, Impending Doom, one day Lionheart and a bunch of other bands the next. It's pretty damn cool. I think that's a chain reaction actually in OC in Anaheim. McFathom is here. We've got some cool names. If you got a cool name, I'm going to give you a shout out, cool name people. Tell me the origin of your cool screen names. I'm into it. Sublime with Rome is going to do Red Rocks with Cypress Hill opening next spring. Uh, to quote, uh, mindless self-indulgence, Sublime with Rome is not sublime. But uh, whatever, a, double, a pun, if you will. Allow me that pun. Um, I'd love to go to Red Rocks. I was thinking about it for that Sasanta tour with uh, all the uh, Maynard James Keenan bands and Primus except for Tool. I have never been to Red Rocks. I would really like to go. If you've been to Red Rocks, let me know. My name is what I am. Word, I get it, bro. You have many names, Cranky Music Dude. Many names you could go by. Uh, this is Jarhead Fertilizer doing a huge tour, huge hardcore tour of the East Coast and the Midwest. This looks amazing. Definitely would send somebody out to go cover that. Looking good. Uh, Death Angel already has done their annual Christmas shows and they are with forbidden which they're all sold out i'm very heartbroken they are doing i believe this is santa cruz or san jose with warbringer ex mortis phantom witch and more uh death angel ramping up i believe for a new album next year we'll find out and that's all the festivals and the concert tours and now we're going to whip through to the end of the show to do hey, windy brick is here what's up windy brick I think I have one of your photos in here. Not sure. But let's uh, talk about the major news stories of the week in our rock and metal news show. I really wanted to see Woodrow and Ed Red Rocks. You are right. Uh, I love them. I've seen them in some very cool settings, but never. That sounds mad. I would love to just see them outdoors. Let's just say that. Them in Harlem. So Slipknot, man, this picture is only from less than two years ago, and there are already 20% different guys in the band. Uh, what's up, Wendy Brick? Great to see you. Uh, so Slipknot, you know, fired Jay Weinberg and sent a shockwave through the music industry about a week and a half ago. And 
Then Jay came out and said, oh, you know, I was uh, definitely fired with no warning. And I actually found out what everybody else did with the social media posts that were then deleted. And then a lot of people supported Jay and a few people came out not supporting Jay based on some of his past issues with other bands. And I don't feel like that's, you know, I understand people. I'm somewhat of a grudge holding person. I'm not a big on forgiveness. I need to be better at it. But, you know, uh, this is really interesting. We just really recently interviewed Jeremy Kling, who also just left Venom Inc. Jeremy is a member of Deicide. He has his own death metal band in human condition, which he's the vocalist for. He's got a punk band. Hey, Luis is here. How are you doing, friend? Good to see you. Uh, Matt Kennedy is here. Love you, brother. Good to see you. This is our weekly uh, rock and metal news show, Slipknot news update here as we get through the rest of the news stories. Uh, I was just talking about how I always wanted to see Wardrura live at Red Rocks or something. Um, the Tony Martin Black Sabbath box set. This is a question coming in again on TikTok. That is happening. Tony has confirmed that he and Iomi have been in touch and that's being worked on now maybe for a 2024 release. I'd love to see that happen. I think Tony is very underrated and unloved, underloved. I thought he did a great job considering bad, some bad optics and some bad, you know, bad record deals and things like that. I also am the weirdo that I love Black Sabbath board again with Ian Gillen, but what do I know? Uh, but yeah, Slipknot, man. Uh, Jeremy Kling kind of leaked a photo of him with the Slipknot logo. He leaked the photo on his social accounts with the Slipknot logo and then took it down. Uh, Slipknot's a huge band. They're not going away because they let some guys go, but I, I could see them slowing down as Corey's solo career continues to go. But they're one of the biggest money-making, most successful bands in the whole music world. They're not just metal, music. They're not going to just disappear. They're going to, uh, they probably already have their drummer picked out and they're going to be just fine. They already announced Welcome to Rockville next year and probably some other festivals. So, yeah. <clears throat> Clings a tool. They probably will go. I don't know. They went with Jay. He didn't have that big a profile, except that his dad is Max Weinberg. But you're not wrong. I think Jeremy would be a great guy to be in the band. He's hilarious and very funny. He also put out one of the best punk rock records of 2023 with his side band, Four. And the album name is Skin. Four. Skin. Anyway. So here, speaking of drama, this came out today. Uh, this is Sal Briscato, formerly of Typo Negative, formerly of Life of Agony. Uh, he has his own band, A Pale Horse Named Death. Sal has been on some of the most iconic records in the last 30 years of metal, 35 years of metal. Um, he's co-founder of Typo Negative, played on their first three records, including Bloody Kisses, an international platinum record. He then went over to Life of Agony on their debut record, a genre classic. He was in and out of Life of Agony for many years after that, including their reunion, uh, River Runs Red reunion for the 20th anniversary, and then kind of dismissed from the band a while back, and he concentrated on his own stuff. He posted a tirade, I guess you would say, to social media, where he called out, I guess Typo Negative is releasing a lot of Bloody Kisses stuff, the 30th anniversary, which was this year. And they're putting out a graphic novel with Z2, which is very prestigious. Z2 is an awesome company. We've done some stuff with them. And they do these graphic novels from bands, current and classic. And they 
announced a sort of typo negative bloody kisses graphic novel and sal is not only not in it the cover has johnny kelly who everybody loves johnny we just interviewed him a while back for some of his other bands and johnny wasn't in the band till later and he wasn't in the band certainly for bloody kisses he didn't write it he didn't play on it he's a little he's a little bit he's on october rust to follow up but he's really not the drummer on that record either it's mostly done with the drum machine and program drums so Sal has a right to be angry. He thinks he's been cheated out of royalties. He thinks he's been erased from the histories of both bands. So he's got a gripe. But then he went hard. He went way off on these different people he thinks are out to get him. Maybe he's being cheated out of his monies. Maybe he's been erased from their histories for whatever reason. So he's very angry. And uh, I think he posted this thing. He deleted it, but the internet will not let you forget. Somebody recorded it and uploaded it, and Lambgoat, our friends over at Lambgoat, transcribed it and ran the story, and then we also ran the story. I don't do a lot of the drama stuff, but I feel like he's got some pretty stinging major accusations he's laid down, uh, including people out to get him and trying to prevent him from having a successful career. He's got a disabled child in his family that he has to care for. So, I mean, you know, we wish you good luck, Sal. I hope you're not being cheated out of your monies, but also reach out to people with lawyers and stuff instead of social media. You know, people don't. Uh, the Internet will not let you forget when you post some very negative stuff and do some negative things. But just thought you should know. That's the thing this week. And so here's the here's the. Typo negative graphic novel cover. I think this is at the gravesite of Peter Steele, by the way, which is like, or any graveyard, but it's a long way to go for a photo. And you could see uh, Johnny on the right-hand side of the book there. It's not great. Not great. Um, not the best, gotta be honest. All righty. Um, Metallica, something going on with them every week, but uh, their marching band competition ends today. If you're watching this and you have a marching band, today's your last day to submit a an entry into their uh, For Whom the Band Tolls marching band contest. There's, uh, I think, $150,000 of gear and prizes available to high school marching bands all over the country. Really nice. Another thing happened in the Metallica world this week. They released their collaboration with Wolverine Boots, their fourth annual sneaker and boot release, as well as other merch. It looked pretty cool. I heard a pretty good endorsement of them from a motorcycle guy who said they're very comfortable to wear um, when you ride. I don't ride motorcycles. I ride public transportation, but... Wolverine is like a hundred plus year old brand of boots and shoes. This is really cool. If you saw the Foo Fighters a few weeks ago on Saturday Night Live, they collaborated with the pop and rock artist Her, who's a fantastic guitar player. I got to see her live once. And they did a new version of Foo Fighters single, The Glass. Now that's coming out as a very quick probably recorded previously, you know, the recording, they quickly pressed it and releasing this uh, seven inch single. Uh, it's already on digital as of tomorrow and you can pre-order it or order it from foofighters.com. 
This is pretty cool. Darkest Hour announced their brand new album, Perpetual Terminal. Also, the same name, single and video came out. We mentioned them previously. They're going to be headlining that Aura Fest or co-headlining. I'm very excited to see Darkest Hour. I was lucky enough to see them last year here in San Francisco at a small club play their Deliver Us album in full. And I'm now very excited for a new Darkest Hour album. They have uh, former Suicidal Tendencies guitarist Nico Santoro on uh, guitar, That's along with uh, the rest of the band. So pretty cool. Let's see what else. Slayer. Metal Blade and Slayer are teaming up to release new versions of Slayer's debut album, Show No Mercy, for the 40th anniversary. In addition to the versions you see here, there's also this really cool version with blood in the vinyl. I have to ask my co-host of my vinyl podcast there, Nick Cameron, how he feels about blood inside the vinyl. It does look really cool. It does look really cool. kind of want it. 40 years of Show No Mercy, I once dated a girl who said that Slayer stopped getting better after Show No Mercy and Haunting the Chapel, and I was like, oh my, I was taken aback by that statement, but some people have edgy takes. Uh, here's Sarah Jezebel Deva. You know her best as a former vocalist of Cradle of Filth and the occasional vocalist of Therion and Angtoria and Torn Between Two Worlds. She has a solo single coming out, a track that was lost about 10, 15 years ago, that she has just re-released, -re completed and re-released on Bandcamp. Uh, Daddy's Not Coming Home, very sad solo voice and piano track. So definitely go check that out. We might have some new, a new interview with Sarah coming up in the future. And uh, let's see, this is Better Lovers, the super group of former members of Every Time I Die and Greg Puciato, formerly of Dylan Escape Plan. They put out two new singles, uh, a new single, Two Alive, Two Alive Amongst the Dead. They had a previous first single, and they are in the studio apparently working on their new album. It is now going to be the battle of the former Every Time I Die bands. Um, well, Putney is also in Better Lovers, but yeah, it's basically every time I, a couple of Every Time I Die guys on one side versus Keith Buckley and his new Every Time I Die band. Um, so we'll see which happens, but yeah, Better Lovers already signed to Sharptown Records and they are expecting their album. They're doing a sold out pair of Blissmas shows, Christmas shows, which was the very, you know, in the in the history, in the uh, tradition of every time I die to do a holiday show. So that's kind of fun. I think it's kind of fun. Cassetta is kind of a low-key Southern Cal noise rock, math rock super group. But they just put out a brand new single The match their previous couple of singles. They're playing their debut show this weekend, also in the OC. And uh, more Cassetta news coming up soon, but this is their new single. I want to make sure I got the right name, because I'll feel bad. That is Picking Scabs. I do like the font. 
that they use that looks like scratchy, scratchy lettering. Scratchy, scratchy lettering. Anybody got any questions on TikTok or Instagram? Thanks for being here. If you are here, appreciate you. Um, Caligram, who we interviewed recently for their new album, put out a post today that they are looking for a new drummer. After 10 years, their drummer Ardo is taking a step back. And uh, it's a pretty killer band. So they're inviting drummers to DM them, slide into those DMs. This is one of the most fun stories of the week. Canis Collars. Canis Collars. They put out a line of punk and metal dog collars. It's amazing. Um, oh my gosh. Just look at these adorable pugs and pooches with these fun and fancy collars. And I have a better picture here. Here's the advertising for these official pet collars, leashes, keychains, and lanyards. Canis collars c-a-n-i-n-u-s collars.com cannibal corpse and descendants with the milo glasses perfect no notes we're almost done with the show folks here's a picture of me i was captured by windy brick if you're still here randall this is a photo you shared in our coverage of riot fest in case you missed it i'll link it in the description and uh this is a couple that got engaged to get married at the end of the set i think it was floggy molly i could be wrong but it was a lot of fun so there's me getting my photo on i think this is on my birthday on september 17th because i see my hawaiian shirt there under my hoodie uh moving on a couple of things we premiered here today at the site i don't know where this should go in the show but i put it here the split ep from asbestos worker and gnaw to grimy gnarly gritty hardcore bands in Nas' case, this is their first new music in a couple of years. Asbestos Worker also killer. Also, we have new music here from uh, who was it today? Oh, I'm drawing blank because I'm tired. Don't do these shows when you're tired. It is bassoon named for the woodwind instrument. They are an instrumental progressive metal band. And their new album, Sukinvent, or Suckinvent, Suckinvent, is out tomorrow on Nefarious Industries, and we stream that whole thing today. So I think that's pretty fun. Good times. There, shout out to Earsplit PR. On some non-metal news, uh, here is Amanda Palmer of Dresden Doll. She gave a new update. She got a new EP out today of some chill songs from her time in New Zealand. And she gave an update on the progress of the new Dresden Dolls album, which will be coming out next year. They played at Riot Fest. They caught them for a little bit. So them do their cover of Black Sabbath's War Pigs. Always fun. And they are playing a few more. They just did a residency in New York. They did a residency in Woodstock, New York. And now they're going to be doing a couple of other west coast dates to close the year including my backyard of berkeley on new year's eve here next is let's see oops bridget lynch this is a very fuzzy photo of bridget lynch of stabbing who was an opener on the suffocation tour and uh, Suffocation's vocalist 
got uh, a little under the weather, uh, Ricky Myers. And so Bridget filled in in Detroit with Suppo, which I think is pretty amazing. And if you go watch the YouTube, she did a fantastic job. So definitely go check her out. All right. Almost done, folks. Uh, here's Will Haven dropped a brand new video today for their song, No Stars to Guide Me, from their recent album, Seven. I interviewed Jeff from Will Haven. You can check that out here on the channel. I'll link it in the description. Really great interview. Really great band. One of my favorite records this year. Uh, if you've ever heard any of the Ghost Cold preview videos of our albums of the week, or my interviews, or the theme song for this show, you know the music of Fahad Syed. He is a guitarist of several bands, my former band, Salt and Wounds. Red Heart Field is another one of his bands, including another one of Six Hours, but he put a new song out, uh, Sriracha, on all streaming platforms. And I urge you to check out this powerhouse hardcore new metal song about Sriracha sauce. It's pretty incredible. I kind of need this on a shirt. Shout out to my man, Fahad. Isan announced a new album today. The uh, Emperor frontman is one of the most brilliant genius people in the whole world. We love that guy. And anytime he puts out a new album, it's pretty much a musical event. So he's a new full length coming out. That's kind of also an experimental album. And in addition to the main album there's also going to be an orchestra an orchestral symphonic version of just the album so i think that's kind of special here's just a joke meme taylor swift taking her next album for a walk this is her boyfriend travis kelsey the football player and he's probably the future subject of her next breakup album i think it's pretty funny not rooting against them i don't care i know the skin in this game i don't like celebrities that much but all good. Not too shabby. All right, almost done. Here's New Music Friday. Let's quickly talk about the new albums out this week. There's quite many. There's still quite a bunch of album releases to be heard in 2023. Going alphabetically, Alchemy of Flesh, the death metal band has their new album by will alone coming out on the great label redefining darkness dysabia garden of stillborn idols on transcending obscurity also melodic technical death metal uh plain white tees the post-punk emo band has a self-titled album coming out on fearless records the hardcore band Raise Trader is coming out. Experimental hardcore creation of the timeless order of things on Good Fight Records. Thrash Metal Legends Sadis have a new record coming out. The Shadow Inside. I'll be talking to their band soon. Temek, another death metal, progressive death metal band. Devin Townsend's involved with that. Terror Management Theory, that is on Season of Mist Records. And then signed... Also, sort of a folk metal band on Mighty Music. That's just a smattering, a small sample of the records coming out tomorrow that you should be picking up and spinning to check them all out. We got a few more weeks to go this year. A few more weeks. And then, uh, and then we'll lock it up for the year. 
We will lock it up for the year at that point. All right, folks. You know what happens next. We're almost at the end. It's the mailbag, and then the show is over. So here's Cassetta. Again, I talked about them earlier having their new single out and their new their debut concert. And so I bought their previous single, and it came in the mail. So I wanted to share with you all. Here's their previous cassette, uh, Swallow the Sun, back with Thin Blue Crime. I don't know about you. I really like puns. Of course, I don't have my, my implement handy to open this cassette tape, but let's see what happens. All right. Hall of Horror is here. What's up, the Hall of Horror on Instagram? Good to see you. And if you like the uh, mad rock and the noisy hardcore, this is a band you love. It's actually, like I said, a, a bit of a low-key supergroup of people. So I'm definitely into it. I should have opened this before recording. All right. Let's take a look at this cassette. Ooh, it's like on a clear, looks like a, just a clear cassette. And here's the little J card. I think it's got lyrics. Can't read them at this font size, but very cool. Very neat artwork. Hold it up so you can see it there. Hold it up so you can see it there. And it came with this really cool enamel pin with their logo. They have a very cool logo. Cassetta, just hold it up there so you can see. So, very cool, man. Uh, I don't have a cassette player, but sometimes if a band only has cassettes to sell, I support them because that's what I do here. All righty, good stuff. And that is our show. We've come to the end as we normally do. And uh, thanks for being here. If you enjoy this, once again, leave us a comment. If you're watching this on the replay, share it around. If you managed to be here and some of you have been here the whole way, I deeply appreciate you all. Thank you so much. You are the real ones. And as we say every week at this juncture of the show, it's a tough time in the world. So please take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. And stay as metal as humanly possible. Have a great weekend and be safe, y'all.